All right, welcome everybody. This is Stephen Michael Miller, and this is our Monday morning Limitless Tribe call. So glad to have everybody here on the call this morning. And uh, this is a, just a wonderful morning. Hopefully you've had your power hour, or at least you're, uh, you're thinking about it, <laughs> going that direction to get your day started in just the right way, whatever your schedule might be. Remember that every day is a new day, and every day we get to start it consciously. That's one of the things I love about uh, every new morning is we have an opportunity to think about that new morning in a conscious way. Instead of letting our old patterns take over, instead of getting back into the things that we used to do, we get to, we get to start new, and we get to start with choice. And so I'm really excited about this. Actually, today uh, we've got Mary Denalvo on the call, and we're going to be talking about success, success habits. Uh, what we do to achieve the greatest success in our lives. And I know that Marianne, you know, over the last many, many years, uh, you've been not only on this transformation for yourself, but now also helping so many others to experience the same type of transformation in their lives through, through implementing these, these, these daily habits. And so I'd, I'd love to just bring you on. First of all, thank you for being on with us today, and, and welcome to the call. Thanks, Stephen. It's a pleasure to be here. I love connecting with everybody. Awesome. So talk to us about, um, first of all, maybe why it's important to create habits, success habits like we're talking about this morning. Here's the thing is I love this conversation of success habits because we are always habitually doing something. And it's, it's up to us where that something is. You know, if we're always getting up late or we're finding we're always arriving late to work or to activities or whatever it is, if we find that we're, I, I'm always doing this, I'm always doing that, whatever it is, that is a habit. And that habit, whatever that programming is running, is leading us somewhere to, to maybe somewhere that we want to go. But more often than not, if we're not questioning it, these habits can lead us somewhere where we don't want to go. And if we don't have an awareness for it, Nothing ever changes. The only thing that changes is based on how we change. So getting conscious and aware about it is what is going to bring success. And the next level to that is what makes success automated, and that's these habits. Awesome. So I'm excited to get really to kind of dive into this because I think for most of us, you know, the reason why we're part of Limitless is because it, it gives us opportunity to really question a lot of what you just said there. Question a lot of our current habits. What are, what are the things that are creating the life that we currently have, and how do we shift those into more powerful habits? How do we shift those into more powerful actions? And we know, of course, we've probably all heard this, you know, that our, our thoughts determine our words, our words determine our actions, our actions determine our habits. And then it goes on and keeps going. But in order to, to establish really healthy success habits, it starts way before that. Can you talk to us maybe about how we get started um, in, in some of these success habits? Before we jump into what the top habits are, how do we get started to go down this road of, of creating new habits? And I love this conversation. I actually just put a post on Facebook about 10, 15 minutes ago, uh, and the post is centered around asking good questions. And the way you get started with making good habits is to first ask good questions. Take a minute, and, and I don't know if anyone on this call has ever worked a retail business or anyway, um, one of the things we had to do biannually in our retail business when I worked at uh, the bookstore was to do inventory. And what we would have to 
is we'd actually have to close down the store early and we would work, you know, we'd close down the store a couple of hours and we would work late into the night and sometimes into the early hours of the morning doing inventory. And what we'd find ourselves doing is we'd get a computer report of what, you know, what the computer said we should have and then we would have to go manually by hand, piece by piece, count everything that we had in the store, every book, every piece of jewelry, every towel, every, every single item that was for sale in the store, and we're talking hundreds and thousands of items, we would have to go through and count these things manually. And then whatever numbers were off, we had to reconcile it, which meant we had to, make sure, we had to tell the computer what was really there. And in order to do this effectively, we, we spent weeks preparing the store for this. We would go in and make sure there was no hidden inventory on up high on a ceiling shelf where we couldn't find it and make sure there was no inventory hidden in the bathrooms and make sure there was no inventory or items tucked behind anything else or in drawers we never looked in. We'd have to gather everything out of the nooks and crannies and make sure we knew it was there. When I talk about doing inventory in a business, the same thing is true as we're starting to begin to have this idea of forming new habits. What is absolutely necessary is to do the same thing in your mind and in your life. Close down work early. That means take care of things and then take time off. Interrupt your schedule for this. Take a moment and say, I'm shutting everything down for personal inventory. I'm going to look at my computer report, i.e., I'm going to look at what I feel I should have in my life, the income I should have, the relationship I should have, the personal power I should have, the, the health of my body I should have. And then I'm going to go scan through my mind. I'm going to scan through my body and look at what I actually do have. What is going on in my mind and my body, and does it compare with what I said I wanted? And now is when you get to open up your discrepancy report. Where are the gaps? Where are things not filled in? Where does it not match with the things that you do want to have? And I could go on for hours about this, but that's the basic gist of it, is to take personal inventory and start asking yourself, what habits do I need in order to get the success that I want? Yeah. You know, again, I love this idea. First of all, we've got to start with, um, with those thoughts, we've got to start thinking differently. We have to move those thoughts into words, those words into actions. And those actions, the more and more we do them and implement them, they, be, they become our new habits. And so I want to really kind of nail down and drill down. I know that you have specific things that you do on a regular basis. As a matter of fact, you've got kind of your top three success habits. And I'd, like, I'd love to jump into those for just a moment. That's awesome. I they're so key, and I have my top three, but this, this is a list of several dozen things that I do every day. If I were to write them all down, it might, might be overwhelming for some people, but this is my top three that I do. The, the top habit that has become so key for me is breakthrough. I'm just going to say that up front, that breakthrough is my top habit. Then this is something that auto-programs every day. I am constantly doing lightning breakthrough and full breakthrough, but more often it looks like just a simple question. Does that work for me? How is that working for me? That is one of my simplest forms of breakthrough is when I have a thought, I ask, I question it. I say, does that work for me? So I would say that is my number one successful habit is questioning my thoughts and doing breakthrough. The second habit that I do 
is getting up early every morning. And this might seem like it, it if, if it's like me, it rubbed people the wrong way, like it did me the first time. Like, really, is getting up early going to make that much of a difference? Does it really matter when I'm awake and when I'm not? Or, or I've heard all these people say there's this magical hour in the morning that, that where you get like magic wizard skills or something like that. Like, I, and I questioned it for a long time, and I thought, you know what, so many successful people that I know, so many millionaires that I know, so many business entrepreneurs that I know try this, so I'm going to try it. And I started this habit of getting up early in the morning, waking up early, and finding out what messages were available to me during that time. Sometimes it's 3 a.m., and I'll get up, and I'll do my power hour, and I'll go back to bed, and sometimes I'll stay up, and sometimes it's 5 a.m. Early for me is before 6 a.m. So my current daily habit is to get up at 5 a.m. or earlier. And I use that time to do my power hour. Some people hop on a call with me every single morning, and I share habits of success with them. I do my uh, manifestos. I do my exercise to connect with my husband. Getting up early before the world wakes up, before the kids wake up, before your life engine revs up and goes into full speed, getting up early is really a window to receiving your instruction manual for the day if you have ears for it. So that's my second habit for success is to wake up early. So the first habit is breakthrough. The second habit is getting up early. And the third habit is so, so beautiful for me. One of my favorite habits of success, and and again, this one might feel weird to people. The third habit is personal integrity. Personal integrity. I make it a habit and a conscious decision in my world to have personal integrity. And here's what personal integrity means to me. Think of a building, and a building that has either um, experience some damage, maybe a fire or, or something like that, there, there would be a lack of structural integrity. And when that happens, the building gets condemned and people can't go inside and, because it's unsafe, because it could collapse at any minute. I think of myself as that infrastructure. And if I'm out of integrity, then I can't be trusted. If I'm, if I'm you know, part of my infrastructure is, is compromised then I need to address that part of my infrastructure and get it in full integrity absolutely immediately. So I am I'm constantly checking in, am I in integrity? Am I in integrity? Am I in integrity? That's my, I pick a word for each year. That's my New Year's resolution, and this year's word was integrity. And, does that, and for me, integrity means am I doing what I say I'm going to do when I say I'm going to do it? Am I absolutely perfect in my integrity? And meaning, if, I, if, some, if some emergency comes up and I'm not able to do what I said am I going to do when I'm going to do it, do I fix it immediately? So if I promise to uh, be on a, a morning call at 5 in the morning and something happens, maybe um, a family member that I've committed to, my, my sister, for example, she's due to deliver for twins this Wednesday. And I don't know when that will happen or whatnot but I have committed to her that I will be there. And I've also committed to be on my 5 a.m. call with my team. And let's say that those commitments overlap. Let's say my sister goes into labor at, at 5 o'clock in the morning and I need to rush out of the hospital and I can't conduct my morning call and I don't have the opportunity to give warning. How do I may, remain in integrity with that? 
Well, I fix it as soon as I can. If I can, you know, arrive at the hospital and send a text out to everyone that's going to be on the call while I'm running up the elevator or the stairs to be with my sister, then I'm going to do I'm going to let everyone know, hey, I'm, I expected to be on this morning's call. I can't be because my sister is having a baby. I will see you tomorrow morning at our next morning call. I'm going to commit to being full integrity, and that means not that I can't make mistakes, but that I fix them as soon as humanly possible. So those are my top three habits. Breakthrough, waking up early, and remaining in full integrity. Ah, oh, man, that's powerful. And, of course, as everything should here at Limitless, it starts with breakthrough. And, you know, this is one of those things where as part of this tribe, you have a unique opportunity to, to plug into a group of individuals who are all about overcoming those limitations, who are all about breaking through those things that are otherwise holding them back. Part of, you know, one of the biggest parts of success is, is getting past those thoughts and those beliefs that you can't do it and begin to believe that you can. And breakthrough is, is truly that critical part of all of that. So I'm glad that you started there with that in success. What I'd like to do here, I know we've just got uh, a little time with you here left on the phone, Marianne. You've got uh, some other commitments you've got to keep. Um, I'd love to kind of open up the, um, the lines right now. We're on Q&A mode, so we do have it on Q&A. And for anyone who feels like they struggle with, with their you know, success principles or moving forward and taking those daily actions, or there's something that might be getting in your way, um, I, I'd love for you to go ahead and chime in. Press star six. Again, we're on Q&A mode right now. Go ahead and press star six and jump in the queue. And, and let's have Marianne take you through, uh, you know, maybe a little bit of breakthrough or, or help you understand what you can do to begin implementing more of these success steps and principles in your life. Um, so go ahead and press star six and jump in the queue. Awesome. All right, looks like we've got someone that uh, jumped in here. Uh, phone number ending in 9791. Who do we have? Hi, this is Richard Armstrong. Hey, Richard. Hi. Uh, my question is, uh, I feel like connecting with people means that I, I, I do well if I use social media and use it appropriately within safety guidelines, purity, and, and not have inappropriate relationships. However, this runs exactly counter to my wife's belief about using social media. And I'm even working on an affiliate marketing online business that requires it. And so I'm constantly running up against uh, her belief that I should not be using social media at all and yet I find it a tool that helps me fulfill my, my mission. All my affirmations say, share my message, speak out. And so any comments about this, this uh, innate conflict that we're, we're dealing with? Richard, I'm going to actually ask you to formulate that, condense it all down for me into one simple question. What is the one simple question that summarizes all of that for you? Uh, how do I uh, carry out my mission using all the tools that are available to me? 
even if it runs counter to my wife's belief about using the tools. You know, I'm going to share something with you that I, a phrase that I just had in a meeting this morning, it's only, you know, 10, 16 in the morning, I've already had two meetings. Um, A meeting I had this morning with with a group of peers that I'm, I'm working with and building with, and the the idea is something along these lines, and I'll combine it with some wisdom that I got from my ever-wise mother. And here's the idea, is that I cannot operate from someone else's belief system. I cannot operate from someone else's belief system because that's their belief system. I, I need to operate from my belief system. And when we operate from someone else's belief system, that's where we get expectations, that's where we get perceived failures, that's where we get you know, all of the things that, that, not all of the things, but many of the things that cause conflict in a relationship is because I'm trying to operate from someone else's belief system that isn't my own. And I'll combine that with something that my mother taught me. And one of the things that she taught me was to ask good questions and also to trust and verify. So one of the things that we set up in our marriage uh, to create trust between the two of us is to be open and and honest and totally accessible to one another. So, you know, that means that if I ask my husband to change the oil in the car, I can let go of whether or not he's the one that does it because the most important thing is that the oil gets changed. So if I ask him to change the oil in the car and he says he's going to, and then I can say, okay, the oil in the car is going to get changed. Well, I'm also going to verify that because the important thing is not that he changes the oil. The important thing is that the oil gets changed. So I'm going to go to the car next time I have it and verify that the oil got changed. Now, here's the thing. If the oil didn't get changed, he said he was going to, do I get to make any judgments on him about his integrity? Well, no, I don't because that's him, not me. So I'm going to verify that the oil got changed, and if it didn't, then I need to make sure the oil gets changed. It is not my job to condemn my husband for not changing the oil. My job is to make sure the oil gets changed. So I I live on this set it and forget it principle where I make commitments, and if if in a relationship with my husband I ask for, for commitments, I am more focused on the result than a person. And I'm going to quote... Um, One of my great mentors, Thomas S. Monson, on this, it is more important that a person be loved than a problem be solved. And that is where I live my life. So, again, operate. You cannot operate on someone else's belief system because that's their operating system, not yours. And I encourage you to set a system up of trust plus verify. And remember that a person we love is more important than a problem to be solved. Yeah, just yeah, add I like bit, sorry, just to add a little bit to that real quick, and, and maybe not add anything, but but say it in a, in in some other words too. Um, your wife, you know, has has some insecurities. It sounds like uh, based on some different things, and you guys have set, set some boundaries in place. And what, from, from what you said, 
there are these things that you feel like you need or tools that you would like to implement to grow your business that she's uncomfortable with. Um, I do want to say this, you know, and this is an old adage, and we've heard it a million times, and there is absolute truth to this, happy wife, happy life. <laughs> I, wanted to, I wanted to throw that in there for just a second, but I think that oftentimes we are um, – we, we try to, we have this belief or we have this feeling that we can make somebody happy or not. And I think this is, goes a little bit along the lines of what Marianne was saying. The truth is, is we don't have a power to make anyone happy yet. We can stand up for our, our spouse in their struggle. We can support and help them through what it is that they may be struggling for, uh, through. We can also communicate better with them and, and help them understand maybe some of the reasons why we may want to use tools, or if we want to use those tools and that's outside of a current boundary, that may go back to reforming that boundary and saying, hey, we have this boundary in place right now, and I understand why. Here's what I'd like to do to extend this boundary or to move this into a different place. And, and because of this movement, I'm going to do this much more to help you see what I'm doing. I'm going to return a report. You know, again, sort of, sort of that verify aspect of what Marianne was talking about, I want to return a report and, and help you understand exactly what I'm doing and how I'm using it and, you know, and help you build that trust and help, help us build this trust between us. I think that kind of communication, especially when we're talking about a spousal relationship, is, is crucial um, when we're talking about you know, growing our businesses. It's, um, it's, I think it's really easy at times to say, well, I'm my own person and you're your, your own person, but... The other truth that I believe is when we when we come together and we are we and we are married, we are we are striving to work and to be as one. And so, oftentimes, you know, when my wife and I have a disagreement, my opportunity that I see is to look at that disagreement and say, "Okay." And I don't, by the way, I don't, I don't do this perfectly every time, right? Uh, but but my my goal is to to look at that disagreement and say, "Okay." Where is the truth in what she's saying? How can I help support the truth of what she's saying right now? And is there some way that she and I can communicate better so that she can understand um, part of what I'm saying? So I want to understand her first and the truth of what she's saying, and then try to help her understand what I see, and then come to, come to an agreement. I know that, Stephen, if I can, if I can uh, just put icing on your cake here. Um, the, the foundation for a lot of my husband and my conversations is this concept of Switzerland is committing to remain neutral in a space of accomplishing the same goal. Because, Richard, my guess is that you and your wife want to accomplish the same goal, that in the end your goal is the same. It's to be successful. It's to be together and united. So I, if I were you, I would bring that to the table and build on that foundation of what you want to create together. Yeah, it's to uh, develop trust when it's uh, pretty thin at times. Beautiful. So I would approach the conversation that says, here are some of my goals, and I know we have a common goal of this. How can we do it together? Mm-hmm. I thank you both for your your suggestions. Thanks, Richard. Absolutely. All right, well, Marianne, any any final words for today's call? 
Yes, I just invite anyone that's interested in being on these. We have every morning um, a call that is around the habits of building a successful life. And every morning we run that call from 5.15 to 5.45 in the morning, so it's just a 30-minute call. If that's something that you're interested in being a part of and you want to know more details on, I'm just going to encourage you to send me an email at marianne at limitlessmentor.com. So it's M-A-R-I-A-N-N-E at LimitlessMentor.com, and I'll get you the details about how you can participate in that. Awesome. Thank you so much, Marianne. Appreciate uh, your, you know, your such powerful words and teachings and trainings. And uh, always, every time you jump on this call, we really appreciate that. Okay. Thanks so much, Stephen. It's a pleasure. Thank you. All right, everybody. Let's uh, let's make this week amazing and great. Let's let's jump in. Let's get out there. Let's experience our breakthroughs. Let's implement these success habits in our lives, and the more we do, the more success we're going to see. It's, it's one of those things that you just can't help. The more, the more your thoughts are directed towards the success, the more your actions are directed towards your success, uh, the, more, the more that success comes about, and it begins, to, it begins to build and build and build on itself. So with that, everyone have a fantastic week. Let's go ahead and end in true limitless fashion with a massive prayer. I am limitless. 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 I am limitless.